so my name is Yesenia Juarez. I'm from Little Village. And I am a yarn bomber. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love crocheting and knitting. Um, and as of right now, future goals are I'm going to school to be actually a high school teacher uh, for biology um, with the purpose of bringing programming like like yarn bombing to the high schools, um, either Little Village High School or Farragut are my, my goal schools to work at. Ooh, what got you interested in that? In um, I think for myself, I really, um, I really enjoy bringing others into my craft. And I really think that if teenagers had a better outlet and a creative outlet that they can take wherever they wanted to and they could do it wherever they wanted to, it would be very beneficial for them. Because with crocheting and working with your hands and doing things, it lessens your anxiety and stress. And it also helps your brain and your fine motor skills. So it's, it's just a great hobby to have. Yeah, that sounds really great. And so I know you do the little village busy bees and, you know, just I, I've never heard of it, but I thought it was really interesting and just, you know, really cool, you know, like the work that you do. So can you tell me a little bit about like, why did you start that club and just, you know, what was the main motivation for that? Yeah, so I started it back in 2015. I'm the founder of Little Village Busy Bees. And the reason why I got it going was to make friends in my neighborhood that had the same passion as myself. And, you know, it's, um, you wouldn't think it, but it's actually a little harder to find um, crocheting friends and knitting friends in the community because I think a lot of us do it low key at home. But not enough of us do it in a public space where others can see and connect. So creating the Little Village Busy Bees. And before we used to have a set up time to meet and we used to meet at the Green Tomato, it would give us a chance to get together and hang out and talk about our projects. And it was just a really fun time to explore even new projects, you know, be inspired by other creators and to get even deeper into the craft. So really to make friends and connections in the community, which is really really happened very well over the past few years yeah so what type of people do you see you know attending this club or like the club events so it's been really exciting because I feel like we get all age ranges interested um from very young to very old because the younger ones and older ones if they don't really want to learn how to crochet with the hook they can make pom-poms they can use their you know use their hands to create chains and there's just so much versatility to using yarn that it is accessible to all ages. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about, you know, the children there and just, you know, like young people. So I think that's really great. And, you know, seeing like the people there, like what does making art for yourself, you know, do for you or how does it make you feel? It actually it brings me a lot of joy. Like mm -hmm. it makes me so happy to be able to put something out there into the world and for people to be able to look at it and touch it and, you know, um, hopefully be inspired themselves and to bring a little joy, a little happiness um, into the world. So it makes me very happy. And it also encourages me to keep going like, yes, I created that. Like I was able to make this with my own hands and whether I keep it in my office for myself or I put it out on a bike rack or on a fence for others to either take with them if they really like it mm -hmm. or uh, to just admire it. It makes me feel empowered, really. And I know you do these things called yarn bombing. And it's the first time I hear this term. So I did a little research and I was seeing how on your Instagram, you, you go to different locations and you kind of 
create these different crochet projects to display. So can you explain a little bit more about why you do yarn bombing? Yeah, so it's actually, (laughs) it gets pretty crazy when we start getting them. So what ends up happening is I'll either be walking around the neighborhood, I'll see a spot and I'm like, this would go great there. Maybe I could do this or that or the other thing. And then the next, then it begins a series of steps. So then the next step is sketching out everything, getting the ideas, getting the materials, and also asking others if they want to join. So once I have all my sketches and everything, I ask others like, hey, would you like to join? And even before that, actually, I, depending on where the space is, I'll ask for permission. So like at Eli Whitney, I'll speak to the principal, I'll speak to Leticia, I'll speak to like a bunch of other people to make sure that it's okay to use the space. Um, And for all of us to be there putting up the art or even like at Tolman Library, speak to the librarian and, and everything, make those connections and then get the approval and just begin. So then we start meeting up, start having our group meetings. Everybody comes over. I provide all the yarn, provide everything for everybody to make it accessible. You don't already have to have the yarn. You don't have to have any hooks. You don't have it. You don't need to have anything. You just come to the yarn meets and it'll be provided. Um, And then what we do is everybody will get a piece to make. So someone's assigned butterflies, someone's assigned flowers, and then they'll make those before we go to whichever location we'll be at so that it's already pre-made. And then if we do need to make some stuff, then we'll make it on the spot. But most of the time, everything's pre-made and all we're doing is installing that day. So that day is a lot of fun Uh, because for myself, I do like providing food. I like having music. I like having, you know, a good time. Like it's a party. We're putting up yarn. It's a good time. Um, When it's cold, we have hot chocolate, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, I like doing it in warm weather or um, like the one that we did at Columbia College was a lot of fun because it was mostly indoors. It was a lot more more chill during the winter. But yeah, that's pretty much the steps on how it goes. And then it'll stay up for a while. And I really like it when it's close by because then I stop by and I make adjustments or I take something down if it's already looking a little sad and I put up something new. Um, and make slight adjustments to it throughout its lifespan. And so when you do these uh, yarn bombings, what type of public reaction do you get from, you know, the people or just, you know, what are people saying? Well, most of the time it's a pretty positive response and people want to know how to join in on the next one. And, you know, if I teach classes or if I, um, you know, when's the next meeting? Um, But every now and again, you know, you get the disgruntled people. Um, But I really try not to pay them any heed because most of the time when people are complaining, it's because they aren't doing anything about their community or they aren't participating in the way that maybe they would like to. Um, So I just invite any of those people to just join us and do something positive in the community. In these events, when everybody comes together for, you know, the yarn bombing and just, you know, as a collective, do you feel like you or the people in the club gain a sense of introspection or an an understanding of one's identity through this hobby? If so, can you please describe it? A great question. I think for each of us, it brings us a little closer together. And it also brings us a little closer to our neighborhood because our neighbors will stop by and ask questions and we're able to connect with them and answer these questions, you know, as simple as how can I join or why are you putting up this yarn bomb? For example, for the Monarch yarn bomb that we did um, back in September, Um, That one was because I did a class um, with Monarch Joint Venture, 
through the United States Forest Service. And what they do is they help with monarch conservation and teaching people in the neighborhoods and teachers as well how to conserve monarch. Um, and so I was so inspired by that program that when I came back, I started having all the sketches ready and everything because I wanted to show our community the migration pattern of the monarchs. And so that really got our neighbors' attention, and they were actually able to come out and get milkweed seeds, and um, the Nature Museum was there, and local artists were there, like Jackie Arte, and El Valor, and Enlace, and everybody just kind of came together to be able to share information about our monarchs and how we can conserve them. So not every yarn bomb has such a specific um, meaning, but I do enjoy those that are very educational, that are very hands-on, and our neighbors get to learn more about something specific. Yeah, and when people do these projects, like when they're a part of them, like, do they kind of tell you how they feel, how they felt, you know, in the process or afterwards? Do they kind of express, you know, some comments, feelings, you know, anything that they're feeling? For sure. They usually tell me that they feel together, you know, a lot of the times, Crocheting is very solitary. We do it at home. So when we come together, we have more friends and we make those connections. And then, you know, instead of just being on our own, we're chatting through Instagram or now we're sending reels and we're sending memes and we're connecting to each other and through yarn humor or through, you know, just getting to know each other and know each other a little better every time we get together. And I think I've been seeing across like the internet, how there's a, kind of like this surge in young people really becoming more interested in crocheting. So I guess my question to you is like, how do you feel seeing young Gen Z people in their like grandma era (laughs) and picking up more traditional hobbies instead of doing, you know, typical teen or adult things like partying? Yeah, it's exciting for me because when I was younger, I was in the granny era. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's really nice to see other young people and to be able to encourage them in that. Um, Because, you know, it's not just yarn bombing or, you know, you you can crochet to keep your family warm. You make blankets. You can you can make it into a side hustle where, you know, a younger person will if they have the skill and the willing or I should say willingness to learn because skill comes later with practice. If they just practice, they can really, if they want it, make their own business and make their own money and be able to provide for themselves. So they don't really have to, you know, look into other things to provide that for them. You know, they get self-esteem and they get, you know, self-assurance and perseverance and they just develop all these skills, I think. So I'm very proud of them. Whoever's crocheting or doing fiber arts right now, just know that I'm very proud of you and I hope you keep going. And if you want to send me any of your work, like pictures, or you want tips, go ahead. I'd love to see it on Instagram and even through Facebook. In your club specifically, like, do you have like an aim to bring in younger people or is there a particular target age demographic? The meetings are usually open to whoever would like to join in. So we've had younger kids who get their parents like, come on, let's go. And then their parents get into crocheting and, you know, it's all of us together and you know, some elderly as well, but it's it's really always such a varying age age range, um, which makes me happy. Um, but I really would love it if more um, high schoolers got involved, more younger people who are just beginning um, to join. You know, every every level is welcome. 
I feel like the pandemic is a big topic. So I feel like in your club, did you see any increase at all in the amount of, you know, younger people joining? I think not so much younger people. So far, it's been like, I think, 20s to like 30s, mm -hmm. no, probably like 55, somewhere around there. But it would be great to see more younger people. I think the younger people, maybe, you know, they have a lot going on. They've got school and they've got other clubs and other uh, homework and a lot of other things to do. Um, but I think if if we were to have more programming specifically, like at the schools and things, it would be a lot more accessible for them to join in, you know, because mm -hmm. as of right now, we don't have a set like club time meeting or, or anything like that. It's usually just for the yarn bombs that we'll all meet up. Um, but eventually it'd be great to have, you know, different classes or workshops at our local high schools and even grammar schools. Yeah. And for my last question, what does Little Village Busy Bees have planned for the future? I'm very excited. I'm um, as the founder, it's interesting for me in a sense of there's group projects um, like the Yarn Bombs and then there's my own projects um, that I work on with other artists. So future is definitely more Yarn Bombs is hopefully getting some programming into schools and also doing a couple pop-ups, you know, because Busy Bees has to get funded some way and it's usually through donations. It's usually through especially my husband who works. It's for myself um, creating pieces of art and selling them to put back into the Yarn Bomb events. So I really appreciate supporters um, like the United States Forest Service and LASE and others in the community for donating their time, equipment, um, and also their support. It's just really, really humbling and um, I'm very thankful for it. That was great. Um, do you have any last comments? Anything you want to say? Um, I think just for those who um, would like to start yarn bombing, start now. Put something up in your neighborhood, make a pom-pom, you know, a, a little pom-pom wreath or something, and just put it out there for people to look at. It's a lot of fun, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the response that you get. Well, that was it. Thank you so much for joining and, you know, for talking about yarn bombing, crocheting, and all these fun things. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's always exciting to get to talk about yarn.